Today's episode scripture is from the book of Psalms, chapter 34, verses 17 through 18. The righteous cry out and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Hey, y'all, and welcome to the A Balanced Life podcast. I'm your host, Atiqua, and I'm on a mission to help women find healing and balance through finance because let's be real, we weren't just put here to pay bills and die. In this cozy corner of the podcasting universe, we're diving deep into life and finance, keeping it casual, keeping it real and funny. And honestly, just look at me as your financial homegirl at this point, okay? From finance tips to the most interesting finance journey stories, I've got it all. And trust me, nothing is off limits here. So join me on this fun and intimate journey to creating a balanced life where fulfillment is key. And hey, make sure to check the show notes for resources related to today's episode. Now grab your pen, grab your paper, maybe even a little drinky drink, and let's start creating a balanced life together. In today's episode, I'm going to be really transparent about why I really switched my focus to helping women find healing and balance through finance so they can maximize their impact at home and for themselves. Now, just a quick disclaimer, this is going to be a triggering episode to some. So if you're someone who deals with mental health issues, you are dealing with depression, anxiety, you've had your run-ins with self-harm or unaliving yourself, this is probably not the episode for you right now because I will be talking about this right out the gate. So I just want you to guard your mind, guard your heart, guard your spirit if you are not ready for that type of conversation right now. However, before I get started, if you are a woman who is trying to find healing and balance through finance, here is a quick ad for you. Are you tired of feeling like you're behind? Feeling like you are trapped on a vicious money cycle and don't know how to get off? And are you struggling with finding balance between life and your finances? Look, I understand because I've known that struggle all too well, okay? (laughs) And it's definitely time for a change, girl. Introducing the Well Starts Here Accelerator, my 10-week group coaching program designed exclusively for career and family-focused women like you. Imagine creating a personalized passive wealth building system that not only transforms your financial future, but also brings healing and balance to your life. It's not a dream. It can definitely be your reality. My unique 10-step dime method allows you to break free from financial burdens, align with your purpose, and maximize your impact at home and for yourself. I want you to feel relief knowing that what you've been trying to work towards all this time is very well possible with the proper system in place. Allow me to be your guide on your own transformative journey towards holistic healing and financial freedom. So, are you ready to get started with the Wealth Starts Here Accelerator, where healing, balance, and purpose begin? You can click the link in my show notes to learn more. So, on September 22nd, 2022, I wrote my suicide letter and I gave myself seven days to hear from God to change my mind. At that time in my life, I was just completely exhausted and run down. I felt like life had just been crashing around me and I had no break whatsoever. And I was just done. I was tired. I was just so exhausted. I did not see the point in continuing anymore. I was never that person to bask in my accomplishments. Oh my gosh, you've helped me do X, Y, and Z. I feel so much better. And although it's great to hear, I just never been that type of person to just revel in it, to see the impact that I'm actually having in other people's lives, especially when I felt like I was drowning in my own life. Now, if you've been with me for a while, you know that I have not shied away from my healing journey about the things that I've gone through in life. I've been dealing with trauma all of my life. Honestly, I don't remember a good portion of my childhood, but I do know that a a good portion of it was filled with trauma from sexual abuse, from multiple people, from 
mental and emotional abuse. Just, I, I've, I've never felt like my life was really my own. So I've been taking the steps in my adulthood to heal and to figure out what I want life to look like for myself because I've been dealing with the trauma, then the pressure from society, the pressure I put on myself, the pressure that I had on myself from when I was younger, from being the first child in my family to then being the oldest daughter. There was a lot of pressure that just came along with that. <laughs> so it was that pressure, the pressure that I put on myself, the societal pressure. It was just like I was feeling crushed. And one thing about healing is it is not a linear journey. Sometimes or some days you think that you are good. You have reached a level where you're like, oh, I can talk about this and I'm fine. And then something out of the blue that seems so simple or so small triggers everything and it exposes the areas that still need to be addressed, even though you thought they were fine. And that's pretty much where I was at last year. I was so tired. The year prior to that, it really started my my spiraling journey because of one phone call from somebody who had no business on my phone. And that point right there caused me to shut down relationships with people who were dear to me or who are still dear to me. But I had to put those relationships on pause because I realized they weren't healthy for me at all. Not with the mindset that I was in, not with the healing journey that I was on and still on. I just, I needed some sort of relief. So I went towards my my normal coping mechanism and, and shut people out so I can get myself together. But then fast forward a couple of months and getting to September 22nd, I did not feel any relief. If anything, it felt like it was getting worse. So from there, I was like, you know what? God, I'm tired. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't see a point. It feels like no matter what I do, it's never good enough. It seems as though someone always has something to say. It feels like I'm a stranger to myself or just a shell of myself. And I can't even say that because I don't even know who I am right now. So I'm giving myself seven days to hear from you because I am done and I have nothing else to give anymore. Now, hindsight, looking back, I realized I went to God as a last resort instead of being my first resort. And as soon as I relinquished control, it seemed like immediately I started hearing from him. Now, in this particular case, it was like a veil has been lifted from my eyes and I started looking at things a lot differently. Not that I was searching for a way to look at look for things differently. If anything, I was just preparing for what I thought was inevitable. I was trying to get my affairs in order, but I couldn't even do that because I started seeing the things that I needed to work on and I needed to see for me to get out of the rut that I was in. It was like he was renewing my mind and my heart drastically. I wasn't searching for a way to look at things differently. If anything, I just knew that what I was seeing is what it was and it wasn't going to get any better. But he started working on me and showing me the things that I needed to see so I can continue to move forward because I have things to do, not just for myself, but for my household, for my family, for the people that I meant to impact, the things that I thought bothered me before magically stopped bothering me or it wasn't a big deal anymore. He put people in my life for a very short season 
to highlight areas that I needed to be more confident in and I needed to be more bold in. Now, I don't talk to these people anymore. It didn't last long, but they served their purpose <laughs> and put me on a track to set boundaries with the people closest to me, set boundaries with people that I don't know or who I would come in contact with at some point. He put a fire in me that was gone a long time ago. And it was almost like he was saying, I've been here. I've been talking to you. Your heart headed behind just wasn't listening. You couldn't hear me because you were distracted. You couldn't see me because you were so busy focusing on what you could do for yourself instead of what I could do for you. You were leaning on yourself more than you were leaning on me. And that was the problem. And that's why you feel this way. It seems like you are heavily burdened and you were alone because you decided to walk this path alone and you didn't want to reach out for help. It was like in those moments, I was being told about myself because of how strong-minded that I've had to be my entire life so I could kind of survive on my own. Now to talk about the financial aspect for a moment, in the 14 years that I've been in the finance space, I've always knew that finance was that thing that touches everything in our lives. So if that's not right, other aspects of our life isn't going to be right. But the one thing that I really didn't focus on is when you're on your financial journey trying to get your finances together, it is going to expose the areas that need to be addressed. And if they are not addressed, they're going to continuously haunt you and it's going to be that kink in your hose for the lack of better words. Like you know how you turn on the hose and you're expecting the water to come out so you could water your grass or do whatever you need to do. But something is holding it back. Even though you turned it on, even though you're ready for it or you think you're ready for it, something is blocking it. Well, what was blocking it was that kink. Or in my case, me leaning on myself for so long and the weight crushing me. That has been the biggest eye-opener that I had. And once I realized that and I had a direction of where I needed to go, and the more I heard from God, the more I was seeking him, the more that I was building a relationship, the more clarity that I've gotten. And the more I realized, oh my gosh, this wasn't as difficult as I thought it was going to be. It just seemed difficult because I was trying to do it with my own power and on my own without asking for help. Now, don't get me wrong. I had a therapist. I still have my therapist and she has been a huge blessing to me. But there's only so much another person can do for you. There's only so much that you can do for yourself. And through my journey of seeking him and building a relationship with him for myself, I realized I was changing. And the more I changed, the more my household changed, the more the people around me changed, the more my clients changed. And then I realized my journey to helping women get their finances in order is not just for the sake of building generational wealth, not just for the sake of saying that they have their finances in order. It's because that there are so many women who are impacted like me who just feel like there's a kink in their hole somewhere and that kink is them not leaning on God for what they need. That kink is I'm over here trying to get my finances in order for the wrong things instead of being able to maximize my impact at home and for myself because I know that I have gone this way for a long time. It's not working, but this is the only way that I know. So I'm continuously on this vicious money cycle, not realizing that I need to hop off and do something different. As women, I feel like we forget how much power that we have in our household and how much power that we have to shift the atmosphere wherever we are. And 
this revelation was the reason why I shifted my focus to, you know what? No, I don't want to just work with women who want to build generational wealth or who just want to travel or who just want to say that they have a certain amount of money in their account. I want women who are wanting to heal, wanting to find balance in their lives through finance, because I know finance is that resource. Money is that resource that all of us need to live. But outside of that, I want them to be able to impact their household and themselves in a way that nobody else can. And of course, I have to mention that although I am talking about finance in a way that allows women to maximize their impact at home and for themselves, I want to go deeper into that idea because I know most of us look at finances as a way to pay our bills, as a way to make sure that we are able to live our lives, but it's much more deeper than that. It goes hand in hand with our well-being because, again, money is one of those resources that all of us need on this planet to live, okay? And when that one resource seems like it isn't abundant or that you are lacking it, trickles down to other aspects of your life, especially your mental health. Because when you wake up, that's the first thing you're thinking about is, man, how am I going to pay this today? Man, I wish I had X amount of dollars sitting in my bank account so I can do whatever I want to do. Man, I just, money is always on my mind. And when money is always on your mind, or if there's that one thing that's always on your mind, how can you focus on the other aspects of your life? You can't because you're going to be neglecting them. And when money is the only thing on your mind or the main thing on your mind, How can you pay attention to the other aspects of your life in a way that's beneficial? You really can't because that one aspect of your life is taking up all of the mental space that you have. And when you feel like you are lacking it, one thing that I say a lot is if your mind ain't right, your money ain't right. And it's true the opposite way. When your money ain't right, your mind ain't right either because you're constantly thinking about it. So when you're on your financial journey and you're working towards whatever goals, That's why I always say that it's very important to give yourself a purpose or give your money a purpose so that it's not just money is the end game. What are you using it for? Are you using it for security? Are you using it for safety? Are you using it just so that you can take care of your family's needs? Like what is the purpose of why you are on your financial journey? Because that purpose will affect your overall well-being. Are you tired of feeling like you're behind? Feeling like you are trapped on a vicious money cycle and don't know how to get off? And are you struggling with finding balance between life and your finances? Look, I understand because I've known that struggle all too well, okay? (laughs) And it's definitely time for a change, girl. Introducing the Well Starts Here Accelerator, my 10-week group coaching program designed exclusively for career and family-focused women like you. Imagine creating a personalized passive wealth building system that not only transforms your financial future, but also brings healing and balance to your life. It's not a dream. It can definitely be your reality. My unique 10-step dime method allows you to break free from financial burdens, align with your purpose, and maximize your impact at home and for yourself. I want you to feel relief knowing that what you've been trying to work towards all this time is very well possible with the proper system in place. Allow me to be your guide on your own transformative journey towards holistic healing and financial freedom. So, Are you ready to get started with the Wealth Starts Here Accelerator, where healing, balance, and purpose begin? You can click the link in my show notes to learn more. Now, when it comes to your financial journey, no matter what stage you're in, it is very crucial that you feel financially empowered. And I hate using that word because it seems like such a buzzword nowadays, but that's the best way that I can put it. It is very crucial that you feel financially empowered because that leads to stability, which also is the cornerstone of your well-being. I'll put it to you this way. As women, stability and security 
are very important to us. And when we don't have those things, we aren't free to do us, to be us, to to fulfill our purpose, to do anything because we feel so uncertain. We feel like we are on shakable ground. Our foundation feels off. So we feel off. And that causes everything to be out of whack. But when we are feeling stable, when we are feeling secure, and it seems as though that we are on the right track and our foundation seems solid, we become a lot more free. We become a lot less restrictive on ourselves. We allow ourselves to live and show up as our true and authentic self because we feel so secure and confident about where we are. And that has a trickle effect on every other aspect of our life. So that's why it's very important that no matter what stage on your financial journey that you are on, you feel financially empowered because it allows you to build the confidence that you need so that you can be impactful for your home, your community, and of course, for yourself. Now, the whole idea of financial empowerment is easier said than done because, of course, we deal with a lot of financial obstacles outside of wage gaps in certain industries. We're still dealing with we're still dealing with financial illiteracy on many levels because a lot of us are the first in our families to do what we're trying to do, to accomplish what we're trying to accomplish. There hasn't been a lot of role models around how to manage money, how to live in abundance, because many of us come from a background of survival instead of thriving. Then, of course, that trickles down to the obstacle of our mindset. Do we deserve to be financially abundant? Am I going to feel guilty because I cracked the code of financial success and feeling comfortable within my finances while everybody else around me might not be dealing with that same abundance or that same experience? Am I putting too much effort into my finances when I could be using that for my family? Because as a woman, God forbid I do anything for myself or for my mental health if it doesn't directly affect my family or if it isn't directly for my family, right? Am I putting the pressure on myself to go harder than I need to because I feel like I'm behind and I have to catch up because I'm looking at somebody else's race and timeline or because I'm listening to what other people say that my life should look like even though it doesn't fit the idea or the vision that I have for myself? There's so many obstacles that we have to overcome to get to that point of feeling financially empowered. And again, this journey that I've been on was such an eye-opener as to why I needed to help women find healing and balance on their financial journey. Because yes, although you may be career-focused, you can also be family-focused as well. You can have your goals for yourself, but you can also have your goals for your family. A lot of society says we can do one or the other, not both. And I'm here to tell you that and is a word for a reason because you can get your finances together for yourself and for your family. You can pay off debt and go on vacation. You can treat yourself often and invest at the same time. There's so many things you can do for yourself and for the people around you without you having to hold on to that guilt and that pressure of, okay, well, I can only do this or this. I can't do both. Why can't you? Who said that you can't? And why did they say that you can't? When you are on this journey, for whatever reason you are on this journey for It is important that you minimize the outside noise as much as you possibly can. Define what success looks like for you because there are people out here who love to tell you that balance is impossible if you're trying to be successful in one aspect or other in your life. Define what success looks like for you because anything that requires me to make decisions always based off of or instead of and, that's not successful to me. It sounds highly restrictive. And it may be time to go back to the drawing board to figure out what your top priorities are. 
Because if you're saying that you want this balance and you're saying that you want to be financially abundant, what does that look like to you? Everybody's version of abundance looks different. If you live in California compared to Texas, abundance looks hella different, right? Because I know compared to California and where I am now, I can say, hey, well, if I make $300,000 a year, I am more than financially abundant. I am comfortable. I have nothing to worry about. All my needs are met. And plus, I have some more so I can play, invest, and do anything extra. But I also know $300,000 in like the Bay Area of California, you're barely over feeling like you're making minimum wage, right? So you have to really determine what your priorities are. What is success to you? What does it mean to you? And what does it look like? F all the noise of, oh, this is what you're going to do. The millionaires don't do this. Who gives a damn what the millionaires do, okay? Because at the end of the day, you don't know what these people are dealing with off camera. At the end of the day, people are only showing you the highlight reel. It makes no sense to be financially abundant, but you feel like a shell of yourself. You feel empty. You feel like your mental health is declining. So you need to be able to prioritize what's important to you, define what success means to you, and what balance looks like for you. Because I know for me, balance means that whatever I do, I can still be abundant in finance. I can still be abundant in business. I can still be abundant in relationships outside the house while making sure my core priority, my household, my family is taken care of. Anything that takes away from that core priority for me means that I'm unsuccessful. And I don't care what anybody else says because I define what my success looks like. And you need to do that too. So after you finish listening to this episode, go ahead and do a brain dump. What does success mean to me? What are my top three to five priorities? And how does my definition of success mesh with my priorities? And go from there, because I think a lot of people are struggling so much in their life journey, in their finance journey, because they are living based off of somebody else's expectations, somebody else's definitions, somebody else's goalposts, because I can't express to you how many times I've seen certain people say, oh, I started making this amount of money. Now the goalpost is moved. Now you're not making enough if you don't make this much. No, everybody is fickle in their own goals. Everybody is always striving for more, for better. Then you also probably need to figure out what is enough for you. What is enough? Because the more you keep chasing something, the more other aspects of your life are being neglected one way or another. So I think that's an activity that you can probably do so you can start your journey to finding that healing and creating balance and just having relief, relieving that pressure off of you, no, no, no matter what type of pressure it is, whether it's societal, personal, family, whatever that pressure is, you can start that journey of relief by just starting to answer those simple questions for yourself. Once you start this journey, based off the definitions that you've given yourself, you'll also be starting that journey to financial healing, healing the mindset of lack healing the mindset of what you deserve, healing that mindset that you have to have a certain amount of money in the bank account or you have to have a certain level of salary in order for you to be worth something, to be worthy, whatever that is. You will start that journey towards financial healing and of course, emotional and spiritual healing at the same time because you are doing things in a way that is actually going to be beneficial for you and you're gonna see aspects of your life that need to be addressed so that you can be abundant in all aspects, not just financially, but emotionally, spiritually, relationships, your job, your environment, whatever abundance could be afforded to you will be given to you because of the journey that you're on. You've made it personal. 
I think when it comes to the whole financial space, many people have taken personal out of personal finance and replaced it with blanket statement advice, blanket statement do's and don'ts, people who are shaming you because you have a different idea of what success is to you compared to what success is to them. There's so much crap out there that's telling you what you're doing isn't enough, who you are isn't enough, what you're trying to accomplish isn't enough, when you really just need to say, F all that. I need to do what I need to do for myself because this is what I defined as success for me and this is what I'm working towards. If I get more past this level, great, but this is what success is for me and that's what I'm striving for. Finance is more than just budgeting, saving, paying off debt and investing. It is how does it make you feel afterwards? How does it impact the people that are closest to you? How does it impact your mental health? How does it impact you spiritually? I am someone who believes that money is spiritual. The Bible talks about money in over 2,300 verses compared to the 500 or so verses it talks about faith and prayer. It is very spiritual. And I believe that once you start this journey, you'll start to see the other aspects of your life come together because money touches everything in your life. And that's why I am so adamant right now about helping women find that healing and balance to maximize their impact at home and for themselves. Because when they feel good, everybody else around them will feel good. When they are mentally, emotionally, and spiritually stable, they are allowing other people to get to that level, especially the people in their household. Again, we have the power to shift the atmosphere that we're in, whether it's for the better or worse. And starting this journey and sticking to it based off of what you need to do for yourself and for your family and what your level of success is would be so much of a game changer for your family and your legacy. People will be able to experience generational wealth beyond money. It's because you would have been planting seeds that would feed so many people for so long. Positive financial independence creates a ripple effect. For everything in your life and everyone attached to you, whether directly or indirectly, you'll be able to be that domino effect for other people. Hey, if she can do it and she can endure and she can change the trajectory of her life, I can do it too. And you know what? Maybe she can help me. Maybe she can show me what she did so I can do the same thing for my family. It's a domino effect. It's a ripple effect that you can have if you are authentic and define what success means to you and how it can positively impact your family and yourself. So I talked about what drastically caused me to shift my focus to helping career and family-focused women find healing and balance in their finance journey so they can maximize their impact at home and for themselves. I also talked about the importance of defining what success means to you and why it's important, as well as why financial empowerment is going to be very, very important no matter what stage of your financial journey that you're on. Let me know in the comment section what your key takeaway from today's episode was and if it had a positive impact on you or not. And if you are a woman who is interested in finding healing and balance through finance so you can maximize your impact at home and for yourself, go ahead and check out the Wealth Starts Here Accelerator. A new cohort is going to be beginning soon. So if you want to get in and apply and secure your spot, go ahead and click the link in the description box for show notes or, of course, the pinned comment if you're watching the video. And I will talk to you soon. Until next time, bye.